Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by donation from Brett, and here are some of his thoughts as well as questions. Hi Sandman, I really appreciate your videos. They help me think more clearly and help to remove all the gynocentric programming that makes life so difficult. My favorite thing about MGTOW is that it's rewired my brain and I can now come up with new ideas on the fly all of the time. And I just love thinking about new concepts and thinking about them outside the box. Most people don't seem to appreciate this and I really enjoy it. People only seem to focus on things that make them money. But I get personal enjoyment from being alone and I work alone on a night shift as well as own and operate my own small business. And I don't enjoy my job but the pay is great. I also live in a small townhouse and I have a few good friends that I converse with over the phone. I have always enjoyed being alone but was told by many different people that it was wrong to spend my time in solitude. So MGTOW has helped me embrace my lone wolf status and listen to myself. And the issue I want to talk about is sex. Now that I understand that sex is a drug and releases natural drugs into my brain, I look at it similarly as to when I quit drinking and had to quit cold turkey in order to come back to a point where I could actually have a social drink here and there. So do I need to do the same with sex? Currently I've only ever had sex with one partner. She was my last girlfriend who threw me over the edge and into the sea of red pills and a lot of them were yours, which I'm very glad for. The problem is I don't enjoy having sex without emotions, and I still share emotions with her, but at the same point, I have the constant reminder of how she treated me and her narcissism. I used to be big on revenge, and my revenge to her was giving her sexual attention for both of our benefit, but never again letting her back into my life in any other way. The irony is that she wanted an open relationship where she could ride the cock carousel, but where I would basically continue to buy her crap and take her out on dates. Whenever we had sex, it was a form of barter, and I'd take her out and buy her something, and then I'd get lucky. So my question is this, now that I know my ability to produce resources and give them to women are part of my sex drive, in order to produce a steady stream of sex-related drugs from my mind, what do I do now? I know that sex is responsible for my drive for knowledge, thinking, and inventing. I'm currently 27 years of age and have a great desire to have sex. So how do I shut off my sex drive so I can reset my sex drive addiction to a minimum? Well, thanks for your comments and questions, Brett. I hope you don't mind that I reworded and paraphrased your comments and questions a little bit. Hopefully everyone can see where you're coming from. Your question about shutting down your sex drive does come with some consequences. I was able to fully shut down my own sex drive late in my teens and early 20s for a couple of months, and I had no sexual desires whatsoever and shut it down completely. And the way I did this was through religion, prayer, and undying discipline. The first three or four days are often the hardest if you want to shut your sex drive down. If you can get through those days, then it often gets easier. But after about a month and a half, I turned my sex drive back on because I was afraid that if I didn't do that, I'd never be able to turn it on again. And for the next 15 years, from the age of 20 to 35, I was in two long-term relationships where I had all the sexual release that I wanted. But fighting your biological imperative is a difficult thing to do. 
Whenever someone tells me that they've defeated their biological imperative, that's when it sneaks up on you. And all the stories that you hear about Nikola Tesla falling in love with a white pigeon or dove in New York City come from him keeping his biological imperative down for many decades. Right now, putting out a YouTube video per day is one of the many ways that I distract my biological imperative. But make no mistakes about it, my desire to produce these videos are somewhat part of that imperative. And as I produce more and more wealth through working, my subconscious mind is driving my conscious mind to acquire the wealth for the purpose of attracting females. And I understand this fully. And I understand that my subconscious lizard brain is fighting to reproduce my genes. It feels like a battle between two minds. The promise of surrogacy often appeases my subconscious mind. But that mind wants sex in the end. And the primitive parts of my mind don't seem to connect sex with reproduction. Sex is an urge that doesn't seem to be understood through cause and effect through the more instinctual parts of my brain. Recently I started watching the television show Game of Thrones. And there's a group of men that guard a giant wall in the north. They have sworn oaths not to abandon their posts and not to have a family or children or get involved in the affairs of their living families. And one of the characters in the show says that relationships and family interfere with one's duties. And that's why the Night's Watch, as it's called, isn't allowed to have them. Brett, I don't think you should stop having sex, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that drive. But having sex without emotions will be a tough thing to do. Now that you know that women are unable to love you the way that you love them, doesn't that make you see sex a little bit differently? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And why would you love someone unable to feel the same way that you feel for them? It's like allowing yourself to get scammed, so you should stop it. So there you are, being treated badly by your girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend, and you let yourself continue falling for it. Don't feel bad. In fact, I fell for this scam for about 15 years. If you stop doing this now, you'll be about 8 years ahead of me at that same age. I suggest that if you feel comfortable with it, that you go out and date, and if you happen to fall in love, don't let the girl know about it. Otherwise, you're giving her all of the power over you. You're basically telling her that you're ripe for emotional and financial abuse. And I agree with you that sex without emotions is not as fulfilling in the short run, but in the long run it leads to suffering. A couple of my friends go back to the same call girls or escorts, or the same girl at the massage parlor, and they allow themselves to get emotionally connected to them. For them, that's the only possible solution, to become a regular client of theirs, and then that way they'll basically have some sort of emotional and sexual release at the same time. At least that's what some of my friends have told me. But given Canada's new sexual service laws, which are about to change next month, it will be interesting to see how they go through this withdrawal, when and if their favorite massage parlors and escorts are shut down. It seems to me that at that point, they'll basically be caught in the lips of love. 
For me, recently I've been chatting with different women on Tinder, and I often lose interest in them only after chatting with them a few minutes, in most cases. Most of them are just plain boring, and I don't even want to meet them in person, because 90% of them say they're feminists. And with the other 10% of them, it's often more interesting watching the paint dry on my walls. Toronto, the city that I currently live in, is terrible for dating, and now I don't want any single part of it. I'd have better luck if I found a lesbian and started to date her than a straight woman in the city. Another thing I forgot to mention was when I shut my sex drive off cold turkey. It worked, but I also took my sexual energy and put it towards my spiritual or religious life at that time. I built up some weird self-sustaining spiritual energy inside of me to replace the high that I received from being sexual. This happened from believing in an irrational god and an irrational religion, but now I can't seem to fall for that trick any longer. When I was in my entire 20s and halfway through my 30s, I was in relationships, so I basically didn't have to shut down my sex drive. I had an outlet for it. I also have to give credit to men capable of abstaining from sex in their 20s. I don't think that's something I ever could have done. The majority of MGTOWs out there are still looking for a Nawalt, and the hope of finding one often keeps them out there dating. It's like hoping to win the lottery, and then hoping that the jackpot numbers on your lottery ticket never change after you get together. The truth is, beyond having a duty of some kind or some type of faith to distract you from women, it's often tough in this world to basically go your own way. Nikola Tesla had his inventions and inventive spirit. I have my camera as well as YouTube. Other guys have their jobs, and some of them have their faith. And I think that in the past, many societies had a natural way of dealing with MGTOW men, and that was religion. If we saw through the game of male-female relationships, then society said, you're a man of the cloth, and you have to become a priest or a monk. And today there's no similar outlet for men to escape to, so there we are on the internet, and thus reshaping the culture in our own image. This would be the equivalent of monks of centuries past going out into the world and convincing other men that women, and ultimately families, aren't worth their time, and they too should become monks. And so MGTOW is growing in the West, much like men abstain from relationships, just before the Roman Empire fell apart. And I see the Dark Ages following the collapse of Rome as a way to purge the male understanding that being a bachelor was better than being a servant to women or the state. And if you look at the great empires of the past, many of them had strong religions behind them. As much as I hate to say this, it's often religion that has a great part to play in keeping a civilization thriving and growing, because it often keeps rational parts of the human brain stunted. Parts of the rational brain that have to do with individuality and narcissism. So religion held shit together, and now that it's gone, MGTOW will rise. On a side note, Toronto, Canada, back in the late 19th and early 20th century, was the city that had the largest number of churches per capita in the world. And today these churches are being converted into places like the Altar Lofts and the Baptist Gate Apartments. Could it be that Toronto became the epicenter of MGTOW and feminism in North America because there were once so many faithful people living in the city? People like myself that lost their faith and went their own way. This could be a very interesting topic to cover for a future video. What do you guys think? Now one last bit of housekeeping before I end this video. I'm adding a link to the Casual Sex Regrets video in the description below. This is the video I pulled off of YouTube a couple of weeks ago because it was being viewbotted. I made it public yesterday, and it doesn't look like there are any fake views coming its way. So if you haven't had a chance to see it, now you can. Anyways, thank you Brett for your donation, and thank you everyone else for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.